Welcome to the Real DeFi Podcast, the only crypto podcast that is totally focused on DeFi, bringing you the latest DeFi news, trends, and tips in a 10-minute or less easy-to-listen-to format. And now for your host, Crypto Dan. Episode 15, Bitcoin $50,000 special, almost all the ways to earn with your Bitcoin. Bitcoin is giving us a lot of reasons to celebrate lately, so join us today for a special episode celebrating the remarkable milestone of Bitcoin hitting $50,000. In this episode, we will discuss almost all the ways to earn passive income on your Bitcoin. But before we start, let me remind you to join our Telegram group at t.me slash DeFi podcast. The Telegram group is growing as this podcast is, so please join and subscribe. And I wanted to give a shout out to our listener, Stephen, from the US, who raised an interesting question on the group. Stephen is saying that he's using Uniswap for the first time after watching a tutorial. He's looking to purchase about $100 of microcoin. But after connecting MetaMask to his Uniswap, it looks like the gas fees in ETH would be around $50. So he's asking if I have any suggestions. Well, this is the world today. Gas fees are through the roof. $50 is at all not uncommon. So a few things you and Steven could do. First, you could check if a coin is traded on Binance or another central exchange. Central exchanges usually have a big advantage in terms of fees, although sometimes you'll find that the liquidity and the spreads could offset that. Another possibility, especially if you want to stick to DeFi, is to check out other blockchains, such as the Binance Smart Chain or the Binance Chain, Polkadot, and more. As we discussed before, there are some great opportunities, for example, in Binance Smart Chains. Transactions on these chains are in the single sense. But of course, the number of available projects is a lot smaller than on Ethereum. If your only choice is Uniswap or you insist to go this route, you can wait for a time where gas prices are low. You could also change the settings on Uniswap in order to allow long transactions time and higher slippage, and then input a lower gas rate so your transaction could wait for the right time to execute. I use gasnow.org a lot for this. I found that it's the best place to get the most accurate estimates. Many times I would input a transaction with a lower gas cost and wait for it even a few hours to execute. So thank you, Stephen, for your great question. I hope you all join us in the group. And with that in mind, let's hit it. So you hold some Bitcoin. Between us, who doesn't? And like everyone else, you'd like to maximize your profit and are thinking, what more can I do with my Bitcoin? How can I earn interest on it? That's what we're going to cover today. I'm going to cover several services, so let's get out of the way that this is not a financial advice, nor is it an endorsement to any of the services mentioned on this podcast. For central services, I use BlockFi, 
Nexel, Celsius and Crypto.com BlockFi, URL BLOCKFI.com is a regulated US-based service. It offers interests on several crypto and stablecoins and currently offers a 6% APY on Bitcoin. BlockFi also offers lending services. Crypto on BlockFi is not locked and can be withdrawn at any time. Another service I use a lot is Nexo.io, that's N-E-X-O Nexo is also regulated and it is also insured. Nexo has their own token and if 10% of your portfolio or more is in Nexo tokens, you also get additional benefits such as higher interest rates and free withdrawals. Nexo offers 8%, 10% or 12% interest on Bitcoin, depending on whether you hold Nexo token and depending on whether you prefer to get your interest paid out in the original crypto or in Nexo. So your maximum interest is 12%, which is quite high. Tokens are also not locked. Another service that I use quite a lot is Crypto.com, which is also a US-based service. In Crypto.com, the interest you get depends on how long you lock your Bitcoin for, and it ranges between 2% for flexible saving and 6.5% for 3 months locked. If you also stake their CRO coin, you can get higher interest rates. So as you can see, you should definitely shop around because interest rates and conditions vary greatly between services. Centralized services offer several advantages. First, they are very easy to use and don't even require you to hold your own wallet. Second, they use actual Bitcoin and not wrapped Bitcoin or the like, which saves on transaction costs and on hassle. Third, usually the interest is paid in Bitcoin. Of course, like any central service, you are not in custody of your crypto, so you should do your research and make sure that you trust the service that you're using and maybe spread your Bitcoin between several services. Your next option would be to go the decentralized lending route. This would mean moving your Bitcoin to the Ethereum network using WBTC, RENBTC, and the like. Unfortunately, today, interest rates are not very attractive. For example, on Compound, you could get 0.44 yearly APY, and on Aave, the measly 0.03%, probably less than you'd get at your bank. This can sometimes change, but it is based on demand and supply, and currently the supply of WBTC and the like is very high and interest rates are low. Your third option, and a much more lucrative one, and as life goes, more complicated and risky one, is to provide liquidity on services that are pegged to the same coin. This means that you don't face impermanent loss. In case you don't know what I'm talking about, I suggest you listen to episodes 9 and 11 on this podcast, which discuss liquidity pools and yield farming. One of the oldest, most trusted and biggest services is Curve Finance, Curve.fi. Curve lets you provide liquidity in pools that contain tokens that are pegged to the same value, 
such as WBTC and RENBTC in the same pool, so you don't face impermanent loss because of a change in price of the coins. All the curve pools contain WBTC and some other kind of wrapped Bitcoin. So, for example, if you provide liquidity to the BUSD pool, which is based on Binance USD, you can expect around 25% interest. Other, perhaps more solid pools, like RENBTC and SBTC, provide only around 2%. HBTC pool provides 13%. Another option that we also discussed is Badger DAO. Badger lets you take your curve pools and stake them on Badger instead of staking them on Curve, earning higher interest, which today stands between 28 and 36%, depending on the pool you choose. So if you go the route of Curve or Badger or some other service like it, there is also a lot of shopping around to do and there is a lot of difference between the pools, which often also connects to the perceived risk of the pegged Bitcoin that you're staking in. The DeFi route lets you keep custody of your coins, but is subject to hacking, and we've seen a lot of that lately, and also smart contract issues. You need to know what you're doing, you keep custody of your own coins, and it's also subject to high gas fees, when you go in and out of positions or when you want to farm. Your interest is paid in either CRV token or Badger and Dig tokens, depending on where you stake it. The last option we'll cover today is to provide liquidity and to yield farm on pools which are not pegged to the same token. This has the advantage of also letting you stake an equal amount of another token, usually Ethereum, while you're staking your Bitcoin and earn interest on both. The main disadvantage here is impermanent loss. So if one of the coin moves significantly in relation to the other coins, there is loss to be had on the value of the pool. So you are taking additional risk and it's a good idea to make sure that the possible yields would be higher than the possible loss from impermanent loss. One possible service here is SushiSwap, URL sushiswap.fi, that lets you stake WBTC ETH liquidity and earn a yearly interest of 25%. If you go this route, you could also find services available on Binance Smart Chain. On PancakeSwap, for example, you could stake BTCB, which is Binance Bitcoin, and BNB to earn 42% interest. You will need to hold BNB or purchase it in order to stake in this pool. To summarize, we discussed four main options. First, the central route, which provides decent yields with its central advantages and disadvantages. Second, DeFi lending, which currently provides very small APYs, and so I wouldn't go this way. Third, providing liquidity and yield farming on pools that are pegged to the same value. And fourth, providing liquidity and yield farming on asymmetric pools that contain different kinds of crypto. That's it for today. We hope that you've learned a lot and have some fun listening. 
and that you subscribe to this podcast, join our Telegram group, and support us by telling your friends and helping to spread the word on social media. Please remember there are significant risks involved with DeFi, and obviously, this is not a financial advice. Thank you for listening to The Real DeFi Podcast. Please subscribe and visit our show notes for more information. Please note that nothing said on this podcast constitutes a financial advice. Please consult your financial advisor before making any trades. All content provided on this podcast is for your general information only. We make no warranties of any kind in relation to our content and services including but not limited to accuracy, security, and updateness. No part of the content and services we provide constitutes financial advice, legal advice, or any other form of advice meant for your specific reliance for, for any purpose, nor for any dealings in securities for which license is required. Any use or reliance on our content and services is solely at your own risk and discretion. You should conduct your own research, review, analysis, and verification of our content and services before relying on or using them. Trading is a highly risky activity that can lead to major losses. Please, therefore, consult your financial advisor before making any decision. No content on our site is meant to be a solicitation or offer.